Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 226 for October 30th, 2019. everybody welcome back to the boob show this is the boob show uh we're a couple of days late we apologize uh but it's happening today it's not i apologize for nothing well look you had a car thing and car things uh have to get taken care of okay that's just the rule and yeah. uh we weren't gonna like not have you not worry about your car or not get it fixed so yeah duh. i had i have to get to point a to point b come on yeah how'd it go by the way is it all back and good and the front ends aligned and all that stuff you uh, had to do Yes, it is. It is all back and good. We are uh, we are rocking and rolling with the car. Now all we need is about uh, I don't know a paint job and all their kinds of cosmetic stuff. Oh, That's a fun time, dude. They're That's hard. a fun time. No cars are a pain. I hate them. No, I actually love my car. Otherwise, you know, I could just go forget it and just go buy something else. But eh. What do, you, I like it. what do you have, by the way? What kind of car is that? I have a 2005 Nissan Altima SER. Oh, nothing wrong with that. That's a good yeah, car. It's fine. It's a good car. It's yeah. a six-speed, 3.5-liter engine, so it's good. I got a two-stage clutch in there. All right. Yeah. Woot. Well done. Very pleased to hear it. Very pleased. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad that all worked out, but uh, we wanted to make sure to do a show, so we're here going to do a show. We are, uh, we are not delinquent in that desire to do a show. And uh, now we're going to do one. Oh, did I not move this over? Hold on. I've got a new thing I use. Except we're not going to do one. Well, we're going to do one, but it's not going to happen today. So tune in next week. We definitely are doing one. The question is, where's my thing? Apparently. Oh, I do have it. Here you go. And where's now the, the games thing? we'll talk about this week. You know, we're doing this on the eve. Well, Halloween eve, first of all. Yeah, it's, it's Halloween eve. Yeah, right. but, then that's, but then Halloween is... Uh, uh, excuse me, BlizzCon Eve. Right. And BlizzCon is this Friday, and normally I'm there, but I'm not. So I wanted to let Boop listeners know that instead I'm doing what I call a BlizzCon simulstream. I haven't done this since 2012 when they didn't do one. They didn't do one in 2012 like for some reason. That was weird. Um, and I haven't I haven't not been since 2011, so I have uh, – this is a weird year for me to not go, but I'm not going – and instead, I'm going to do a little simulcast of the opening ceremonies and all the announcements. And John uh, Jagger and Bo Schwartz are going to do it with me from the core podcast. So they're going to hang out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, that'll be tomorrow, 10 a.m. Mountain. So what is that? Uh, maybe a little bit before so we can get uh, prepped. Yeah, that's like, yes, yeah, I like get not tomorrow. Sorry, Friday. I keep saying tomorrow. My, my week is all broken. It's all busted up. It's all jacked up. It's in pieces. But uh, yeah, we're going to do that. That should be fun. And so not, there's no core tonight, right? No core tonight. That's the reason there's no core tonight, because we're shifting all of our efforts to about a two and a half hour thing yeah. on Friday. Uh, there will be stuff on the feed for core, of course. After that, we'll use a bunch of that audio. But 
Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not going to. I go approve of this. You have you have received my approvement. Yeah, and uh, it'll be a very minimalist overlay on Friday. So lemonade Ooh. 2020. Oh, yeah. Is a good so, so you won't yeah. have like all the arcade stuff on there. Thank God. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> hey, anyway, let's talk about games. So both of us picked hey, up but a game. Wait, I want to tell you oh. about my Halloween story. I oh. didn't get to tell you. Okay, about. go. Tell me. I want to hear it. Let's no, hear it. It's, not, it's not really all that interesting, but it is to me where I work at. There's uh, there. We have cashiers and those cashiers have spent almost a week getting prepared for a surprise for Halloween. And the surprise is, is they're coming as the Pac-Man ghost and Pac-Man and Mrs. Pac-Man. Nice. And today they put up this amazing mural made from a black tablecloth and, and painter's tape. And they put up a Pac-Man maze on the wall. It is fantastic looking. Whoa. And, and, uh, <laughs> And I said, holy Moses, what are you doing when you get rid of it? So next week, I'm going to have that thing behind me. It's, it, it looks fantastic. I was impressed. They were making joysticks today. Big, giant, giant joysticks. Wow. A lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that Pac-Man. sounds great. What a cool thing. Check this out. Let's play Pac-Man. All right, let's play Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Uh, Activate Pac-Man. <laughs> Activate Pac-Man. What is that from? I don't know, but listen to that accent. Activate Pac-Man. You can tell it's I like love it. Like uh like a Japanese dude trying really hard to keep that American accent going. Here's another good sound. Oh, that's a sexy one, isn't it? Makes you want to just get in there. But the only thing that did make me sad, just about everybody had played Pac-Man up there. Yeah. But then when I started digging deeper, nobody knew the other things they knew miss pac-man but they didn't know like all the other games that came after or the cartoon or anything like that oh the so, cartoon is so bad just, it's great you should go back and watch it i think that's probably absolutely streaming. is yeah. and there's a newer cartoon too and it's 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 terrible as well but uh it reminded me of me you play me and you playing battle royale last week when we were talking about uh pac-man fever and all those oh, other songs there yeah the yeah yeah yeah, that I guess that, that's all they really know from it. That Pac-Man game on Apple Arcade, I think, is super fun. A lot of people are complaining about it though because it doesn't have um, online. Well, it's, it has online multiplayer, but not like matchmaking. So right. you have to do kind of Nintendo style. You got to give out codes. But that's not true of other games on the service. There's plenty of games where you just have a room and you match up and you play the game and everyone's good. But for some reason, that game features none of that and i don't i don't know why but anyway i congratulate you on your pac-man fever you have this season nice job it's gonna be awesome yep let's play pac-man okay what do i do first activate pac-man all right i'll activate pac-man first but now i'll tell you about another game are you ready now your halloween story's oh over yeah i'm okay. i'm done it wasn't okay. really a story as much as an anecdote there you go <laughs> i liked it uh thank you for yeah. the anecdote uh okay the outer worlds came out and yes it did both of us picked it up now, I'm yes, playing it did. on PC. Are you doing it on Xbox or PC? I'm doing it on the Xbox One. Okay, totally fine. In fact, that's great because I want to talk about some... Uh, well, actually, the experience is probably not much different because... No, I am playing with mouse and keyboard. For I think there is a little bit of different experience. Uh, some very basic stuff uh, from the from the graphics being a little more rich on the PC. Yeah. However, yeah. also, in addition to being rich, there's also glitch. There's rich and glitch, yeah. A little bit of rich, a little bit of glitch. Actually, I haven't really had any glitch. I've had zero lockups, zero bugs, zero game-altering moments of problem. Mm. I haven't had any problems, actually. Zero. So I didn't expect that because the game, if those not familiar, uh, comes from Obsidian Entertainment. These guys are famous for a lot of RPGs in the past. 
Uh, in particular, one of my favorite games of all time was Fallout New Vegas. They uh, did that game. They also did all the Pillars of Eternity stuff that have been on PC recently, and those are just those just hit consoles, I guess. Or the mm-hmm. second one did Deadfire. Um, they're responsible for a lot of my favorite. Art. I really like the way they do RPGs. Their 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 storytelling, the way they do the systems, I just think is for some reason is on my frequency and it sings to me, and I love it. Uh, so it was a no brainer. I was going to pick this up. But I did expect, like I do with most big, sprawling role-playing games, to have a ton of bugs. And I think the reason this has less than, say, something like New Vegas had when it launched, because it did, it had bugs. Oh, it was um, I think part of it is because they have chosen to do a much tighter, um, a, a tighter structure to the design of this game than they have previous games. So an example would be, uh, you look at a game like Fallout New Vegas, and it is just a gigantic space. It is uh, one of the biggest open worlds there is. Think of Skyrim. Think of those kinds of Bethesda software games. And because they're so big, and because you can pick up everything from a tiny little uh, you know, thing on the ground to uh, fight a giant dragon halfway across the world, and then every possible interaction in between, you open yourself up for a lot of open world jankiness. Okay, And I think bugs just come from that. So oh, yeah. this is a tighter, more not directed, because I still think it feels very open and, and free, but they're not giving you just a gigantic space and you got to go figure it out. They're giving you moderately large spaces to work in on these different planets in the places that you land. I've never tried to run and see if I could find a wall anywhere, but they, they still feel I, big, but also feel right. small and like you can handle it. And therefore, I think there's just a lot more chances for something to freak out. And break. Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. I, I think I, I agree with the, your assessment. And I, I have actually hit a wall, but that's fine because I got lost and got turned around. It's no big deal. But honestly, I, I feel like there's so much packed. I mean, you can't hardly walk five feet without running into a character for some dialogue interaction. Yep. So, I mean, yep. it's still got all that it, stuff in space. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you, you feel I feel like I, I haven't even left like the first area really I haven't even got off the planet, oh, which by the way, that was my, I was disappointed from my own, uh, you know, thoughts that it was going to be a certain game. Yeah. Not because anything was marketed towards me like that. I just thought, Oh, there'd be a lot of world traveling. And I was incorrect. Yeah. It, it's, it's less. How do I, how do I even, I don't even know what to compare this to because there's other. Okay. So, all right, let's do it this way. I'm going to explain it this way. Let's say, um, all right, I'm going to explain this the easiest way I can. Do it. The world or the game feels like uh, Fallout New Vegas and uh, Mass Effect 2 had a baby. Mm, and said, and what a baby it be, too. Yeah, it's pooped it out, slapped it on the butt and said, hey, Wah. what you got there? You got your you got there a game that looks like a hybrid of those two games. And in a lot of ways it is. So you kind of have this uh, this ship thing where all your NPCs are standing around. They've all got stories to fulfill. Some of them have quests you want to do with them. Um, this very mass effect in that regard. There's a ship AI you have to communicate with. And then you go to like a console that lets you see the galaxy or the solar system you're in. And then, you know, you'll see that, oh, there's a, I've got a quest I got to finish over on this planet or this asteroid. And you'll choose that asteroid and a little teeny ship will go wee over to the thing. It's just like mass effect did it, especially two in my, in my memory. Um, then the, all the on the ground stuff and really all the interactions on the ship too, but they're all very reminiscent of a fallout game 
where it's sort of, you know, dude's shoulders and face or lady talking to you, lots of dialogue options. Depending how you're specced, you might be able to lie to them, get away with it, or you might be able to charm them and get away with it, or maybe you don't have enough so you can't. Um, I charmed them and got away with it too. But it's all that stuff that you expect from a Fallout or a, or a, uh, a you know, Bethesda-style sort of Skyrim slash Elder Scrolls game. It's all that kind of interaction and storytelling. Um but it's done in a much more tight way. So when you you have a right. mission to do, it's like, well, go land on this planet and do the thing. You'd go to that planet, and while there's lots of side stuff to do there, and I would recommend doing all of it because it's all very good and well-written and well-thought-out. It's not just fetch quests, which is great. Right, right. Uh, you get down there, and you're presented with like, all right, this is a zone where I know I need to get to that place, back over to this place, this other place, and then I need to come back to where the ship's parked. And pretty much all everything's going to happen kind of generally in that space, and there's fast travel between those spots once you've revealed them. But that's it. It's not like you can just go run that way in the desert and nine hours later you're 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 still running in the desert the way Fallout was. It doesn't work that way. Right. It's just here's the nice little place where all this can happen. And I think, I say I think because I actually like the big giant janky world stuff. I think this oh, yeah. is smart though because I'm getting a lot more out of the story, the characters, and the RPG systems than I than I normally do in a game like this. Um, right, right. It's like they made it for me in a lot of ways, because in a lot of ways, this is exactly what they I want to play all the time. Us. Yeah, you like I it think, too. I think this, this really scratched both our itches. I, 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 love, I love what you've said, and I also love, I just really dig some of the, the, the weapons. Oh, yeah, they're because, great, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, because I, I have like a staff, and I must have laughed for five minutes after I like uh, I, I, w- I wound up my staff and it's got like a ball on the end of it. And it makes like a humming noise. And I laid into one of the marauders. Boom. And I laid it. His arms and legs flew off. Whoa. I was like, what? And it all it all shot off like in a in a, in a straight direction. I wasn't expecting it. Oh, yeah. And guys, really blow up. Just... people blow up in really good ways. And the animals do, too. Yeah. The, the creature stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, my favorite is satisfactory. My, my favorite thing about it is, is there's definitely a vibe to it of, you know, how the fallout thing achieves this through, Hey, it was the fifties when we all got in these vaults and then we came out and right. it was utter destruction, but still everywhere you go, there's like, I never want to set the world on fire. You know, it's like songs going there old, old timey. And there's like a lot of references visually of like, don't forget to buy war bonds today. That kind of stuff. And it gives you this discordant feeling of like optimism and propaganda. Yeah. Uh, and then destruction and awfulness. And this yeah. game achieves that differently though. It's, it's the, the, the universe is run by corporations and everything. And, and I think a lot of this stuff's very funny. The dialogue is great about it, oh, but a lot smart. of it is like, you know, don't forget to try our branded, whatever. And the brands hate each other. And there's a lot of warring yeah. factions that are just different brands which doesn't seem that crazy to me now. I used to think that sounded like nuts, but mm, it's starting to seem it's starting to feel a little it, bit of that out there. It feels very and oh my gosh, the 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 characters when you talk to them, there's so many of them. There's so many different levels of the the Kool Aid they've they've drank. Yeah. So like you'll run into a character and you're like, they're just totally tainted with a certain philosophy or an idea, and because of that. Everybody seems to be like everybody's like in a gray area, even even when you're asked to do something that's kind of questionable. And you're like, well, I usually wouldn't do this in one of these kind of stories. You know, I wouldn't usually go kick the orphans out of the orphanage. But the way you phrased it, 
I kind of want to go kick the orphans out of the orphanage. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, or the orifice. Or, or the orifice. Kick them out of the, yeah. look, those yeah, damn, those damn orphans spending too much time in the orifice, if you know what yeah. I'm saying. I, I've never, I haven't felt this gray in a while. I mean, it's just, it's like everything is a gray area. I don't really feel like, lots of times I feel like in a game, I'm, I've got to choose either good or evil, and I have to kind of stick with that because that's the path I've chosen. Here, it just feels very, just, you know, just overall gray, more like Fallout New Vegas, where it's just like, okay, you know, my decisions are are decisions, but I, I don't know how good or bad they really are. We'll find out when we do them. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm of the, the same uh, opinion, and I think that that's great. A game like this needs to feel like that. Um, it needs to feel like your decisions matter, and boy, howdy do they. I've had a number of occasions where I've made a decision that I was either immediately regretted or, or I knew it was the wrong call or whatever, but I was still curious how things were going to play out. And boy, did they play out differently. Like the whole, the town you're in right now, I'm long gone from there. Oh yeah. But they hate my guts. And if I set foot in there, they'll shoot me because I made a decision that really screwed them over. Yeah. And I don't want to give away what that decision was, but it's one of your first major choices you have to make in the game. Yeah. You're you're going to screw some people over. I'm actually past that area as well, but you're going to screw definitely in those first couple areas. I definitely know I've screwed somebody. There's somebody's always getting screwed. You got right. to pick a side. And it's nice and complicated. It doesn't feel like a black mm-hmm. or white choice or a binary choice. It's like, well, if I do this, then they're hosed. If I do this, yeah, this, yeah. and then they're hosed. Either way, I'm hosing innocent people, but... I really don't like their leader. Their leader seems okay, but also kind of sketchy. Like you're yeah, having to make yeah. choices about really complicated sort of stuff. And I think that's hard in games. And I think they did a really good job of this. Very hard. And here's what's the, <laughs> I guess is the good part of the bad part. But I had three or four side quests queued up to go for one side. And then yeah. I made a decision that screwed that side over. And all those yeah. quests animated too all went bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> they just disappear like Pac-Man dead. <laughs> and we, as we all know, as we all know with Pac-Man, activate Pac-Man. You have to activate it. Activate Pac-Man. Pac-Man. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I think I can make that. Oops. Wait, I have to do this. Hold on. No, that doesn't work. Anyway, oh, we put it on loop. Here we go. Oh, it's just slow. It's slow, Pac-Man. It slow. Anyway, oh my god. Um. So anyway, whoops. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, when you screw over those guys, all these quests disappear. And it's kind of like, oh, man, I wanted to do those quests. But it's a great encouraging thing to like when this is all done. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to go back through and make different decisions. That That's what I was going to ask. Are you, do you feel like you're going to go back in and play yeah. through? Because, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it's not a super long game, but it's, it's fairly long. And uh, it's, what is the sure how long to play thing say? Because you somebody's been I've been told 30 hours if you do everything, that's, 15 if you do mainline hours. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard, too. I think yeah. that's what how long to beat reported last time. Of course, now that we've had some more data in here, maybe we can. Uh, get a little better idea. So the Outer Worlds is, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Completionist is 28 hours. So it's skewing even shorter than I thought. Okay. Uh, so just 10 and a half for the main story. I might, if I finish that up, because I could probably can finish Oh, I'll totally finish it. Yeah. yeah. This and is not back in. Five, 10 hours back. is no big deal. I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to, The pro- my problem is I'm taking my sweet time and I'm enjoying every single side thing. Yeah. Because they're really well made. I'm telling you right now, if you were to ask me today, what's Scott's game of the year, it's probably this. Um, there's other stuff coming still. We got the rest of the year to go and I'll get it'd back be, to you, but man, it'd be hard to argue with you. I, I had this feeling though. I just keep having this nagging feeling like it's just going to fail me somewhere, but so far it is, is straddled right between not 
blowing me away, but also just being very solid, just being a very solid game. And just the play is just really good. Alex in the chat asks, what are we rolling with as far as gear? I am, I am specking mostly in long guns and a little bit in melee, but also a lot in science. So I'm, I'm putting my science. points, I'm putting my points. I, I try not to be, I'm terrible min maxer. Okay. When it comes to RPGs, people will tell you that you just need to pick your three or four major skills and just throw all your money in that and forget about everything else. I'm terrible at that because I'll be rolling, roaming around in this world and I'll talk to somebody and realize, Ooh, if I just had lying up a little bit, I could have gotten away with this. So next yeah, time yeah. I crank a bunch of points into lying and now I can lie real good. But as the end, at the end of the day, I kind of want to have everything and oh, yeah. you don't want to be an average sort of Jack of all trades. You kind of want to specialize. So I am trying this time to specialize. I do mostly long guns, a little bit of energy melee. Um, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of using a combo depending on the fights as well. Like if things get real hairy sometimes like these rope, that's the other thing. The game's got a pretty robust, uh, fighting system where mm-hmm. if I'm fighting robots, so. yeah. And if I'm fighting robots, like, uh, the ones that are patrolling old stations and stuff, they're just going to kill you no matter what. And regular bullets don't do jack to them. It hurts them a little bit, not that bad. So you want to use electricity based weapons, which are often melee, yeah. sometimes yeah. guns. And those are great. Like, you can take those guys down in no time at all. The plasma gun is really good at taking down mechs, whereas people people are going to go down faster with bullets. Like, there's a lot of that going on, so I'm switching weapons a lot. The gear's super cool. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a ex- expansive, uh, you know, deep RPG. It's mm-hmm, what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It's what I freaking wanted, and I'm so glad they gave it to me. Part of me is going to be sad when it's only 10 and a half hours and I'm done or 20 or however long it takes me. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll probably at least it'll probably be close to 20 for me because I've I've went around in circles a couple of times because I'll 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 in, you know engage in some dialogue and I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready to make that decision yet. And I'll kind of leave and w- walk around and talk to other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, just every every person I get a chance to talk to, I'm I'm trying to to do as well as. Is do as well. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, to get them all in bed. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm I'm very I'm with you. I like the melee stuff. I and I'm also mostly doing engineering. Yeah. In my tech category, so that's good. Uh, you can hack stuff. Yeah, keep doors open that's easier. That's what I like yeah. doing. I like hacking it. Yeah. Hacking it. I like getting doors. I like lock stuff. Um, I kind of like stealing things when no one's looking. I've actually <laughs> avoided all stealing. Have you? And you know when you get when you get your companion, it's like uh. You, Certain times you get companions it's according to the area in. It's like you got you got constantly their own like on your back and you're like ah yeah move so I can steal something. So I only I've only got three companions so far. You can have up to three at a time with you, I have but I think you can one. have what six total mm-hmm. that are waiting on your ship to be. Ch- and that's very Mass Effect. That's how Mass Effect worked. When you left the ship, you yeah. decided to take with you. Um, right now I have the engineer check who fixes everything, and the lady who heals. Uh, uh, they're the they're the the main two I always take, and then sometimes I'll swap around. But I really really like it. The systems are deep. It's a very good game. You could probably do a whole show breaking down why it's yeah. good. Uh, but here's the it's number so one solid. reason I'm I'm in love with it, and that is, I, I mean, it's almost embarrassingly. I, this game's worth sixty bucks, but it's embarrassing how easy it is to get for so little. If you are new to mm-hmm. Microsoft Game Pass, either on PC or Xbox. It's dirt cheap on PC for a buck. You can get in. It's a month right. for a dollar, and then it's four ninety nine after that. But then still five bucks a month. Like it's yeah, so it's stupid a, it's cheap. A, and it's a ten and a half hour game. You could finish that in a month easy. Oh Come yeah, on. think about it. it's like renting a triple A brand new title for a dollar. It's the stupidest right. thing. 
So I take advantage of that because it's the best deal in gaming, honestly. We don't get anything for this, by the way, for for pimping out. Oh, no, I I get nothing for this. I just think it's, I mean, I'll just say it. And I don't know how long it can last because I feel like they're just throwing money away. But but they they have the best deal in gaming right now when it comes to these services. I think they've kind of, you know, PlayStation is has received a little heat this past week because they're kind of getting rid of the PlayStation view, their TV streaming service, and they're wanting to get back to focusing on their, you know, their gaming and stuff. And so it's probably a smart move, but man, that their market got crowded real quick on both sides. Didn't it? Ooh. Well, view. Streaming yeah. View, and view ends what 30th of January. They're, they're pulling right. out. And, um, it does sound like a consolidation where they're like, you know what, we're, we make all our money on the gaming side. What are we even doing with this? The yeah. uh, streaming service is now a diamond, a dime a dozen, and why are we doing this? So they're getting out of that. I think that's probably good for us as gamers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Microsoft has done the same. They, their original plan with the Xbox One was to be, oh, your set-top box and a million TV services. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to use Skype okay. and watch the game? And like all this dumb stuff. And they've pulled way away from that and focused right. on games. I think and that's they focused great. on stuff like Mixer, which is, you know, they 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 pulled Ninja over there. So they, they're making some... Smart gaming. They got three of those guys. They got Mixer. They got Shroud now, and they got that other guy's name I never remember. And Mm -hmm. they paid handsomely for all three. Uh, Mixer's still not gaining much ground against Twitch, but it is. It's a super interesting, like you know, watching. I mean, if you're already in the service, it's right there in your face when you look at the uh, when you're on the dashboard. So I mean, it's it's. I've I've peeked in a couple of times. I I love Twitch primarily. Don't get you Twitch people. Chill. Yeah, I don't care about all that tribalism. Twitch, I, I'm more interested in watching it from afar. Like Twitch makes the most sense for me, yeah, and will continue to do so until it doesn't. Um, there's no reason for me to jump to Mixer, but Mixer's doing some really interesting stuff. Mainly, they're just they're trying to they're Focus trying to money it. their way in, and it's fun. It's kind of yeah, fun to watch. So it's, it's it's kind of working a little bit. Yeah, they, they're they're doing all right. Yeah. So I hope what I really hope is Microsoft continues to be consumer facing with this that they continue to make this strong value proposition your camera just turned off it did man i was just um, thinking <laughs> it was about i was time. just thinking like uh no i was just thinking last year this time yeah. i bet you could pull up any episode from last year and you probably hear us bashing uh how we're talking about how great playstation is is rocking it just and, that quick here's, man. and here's the thing i would still say playstation's still rocking it the difference is at the end of this cycle and they're still mm-hmm. the clear monster leader. This isn't even about consoles anymore. It's about which one's being smarter about forward-facing services. And Microsoft yeah. is way ahead on this. Like, way ahead. And in fact, hey, wait, did your your Stadia thing get delayed, or did you get the Premiere one? Or what did you get? Because there was a I, delay. I pre-ordered, and it's supposed to arrive in November. So it's not quite November, so I'm not sure. Is did you hear about the delay? Because there's a delay. Did you hear about I have, that? I have not. I have left. I, but... I have that signed up through another Google account that I never checked. Yeah, I don't know which one you got, but one of those two got delayed that were supposed to be early November or whenever the day was. And then uh, I just think that's just like another like, oh, what way to go, guys. And it just feels like Microsoft's got an opportunity here. So, yeah, I hope hope they can. You know, I'm I'm interested in what the Stadia is going to bring, but I'm not really. I I know in the beginning it's not going to matter anyway because I'm sure the service is going to suck in the beginning. I just wanted to I I was just wanting to play around a little bit. Sure. So if it if it gets delayed, I'll live, and yeah, if it you'll survive, you know, if it arrives, it'll be good. So that's it with that. Great game, people should play. Yeah, it, it was. Now I'm going to tell you about Doramon Story of Seasons. Doramon. Now you're hearing that and going, what? <laughs> what oh. is that? 
What now? uh, I got news for you. It's a thing. It's legit. I'm trying to copy this over so chat can see it. Hold on a second, chat. This paste thing is not working. There we go. Uh, Here we go. So this is what this game looks like. Um, Let me skip ahead a little. Okay. All right. So this Doramon, or how you say it, apparently, I didn't know this. Apparently... Uh, Apparently. is the this in Japan? In Japan, yeah, in Japan, <laughs> uh, there is a um, uh, what do you call it in Japan? Yeah, uh, the uh, what you call uh, in Japan? Uh, 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 Pocky, Pocky sticks is what you're thinking of, I believe. It's, uh, uh, it's a no, a delicious it's a, not little that. It's the uh, pa- anime. Geez, my brain today. Oh, anime. Yeah, I love anime. Had I had a uh, migraine all day, and it's my brain cells are still kind of trying to recover. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they have an anime over there, which is kind of goofy and kind of a little, I don't know if it's aimed at kids, but, you know, it seems like it is to me. Um, It's about this googly-eyed, glasses-wearing kid and all of his friends and a robot cat. And they have adventures and they do whatever they do. Well, apparently, apparently, (laughs) apparently they got together. Apparently. Uh, I sound like that kid. You know that kid I'm talking about? The one from, uh, here, I'll play. Apparently. I have another clip from him. He says this. Hold on. Sound to me. No. 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 I don't watch the news. It's that kid. Anyway. <laughs> no, that kid. Yeah, I know you're talking about now. Uh, so it's uh, the guys who made Harvest Moon back in the day and then a whole bunch oh, of Harvest Moon sequels. And really? then they, yeah, and then they started making this Story of Seasons game, which is basically oh, just like modern, the, their modern take on, I don't know why they changed the name. But it's their modern take on the whole farming simulator, relationship simulator. Let's go. So you are know. we watching a cartoon now, or is it is it turned into a game? It as turns well? into a game now. I, I I will tell you this: it doesn't turn into a game very quickly. Wow, <laughs> uh, interesting. I want to say I spent almost thirty five to thirty eight minutes in the intro, yeah. not just the cartoon, but like there's a whole bunch of like dialogue and chat. I'm going to skip around a bit, but what you see right here with these four heads talking that you get this a lot before you do anything in this game and you just kind of learn the town and hear the dialogue and they're jokey with each other, which I guess probably a ton of, I don't know because I don't know what the show is, but I'm sure there's a ton of fan service here for fans of the, of the anime. Um, But the game itself, once you finally get done with this ridiculous intro and I really did start to feel like, Oh my gosh, are you ever going to let me play a video game? Like, what are we (laughs) doing here? Um, Eventually you do play and it's great. Uh, it's a. It's got, you know, if you liked uh, Stardew Valley, if you like things like, I mean, they're a little bit different, but if you like Animal Crossing, if you liked the old Harvest Moon series, that sort of stuff, it's one of those. Like, straight up, it's one of those. What makes this different is there's a bunch of sort of quality of life improvements about how you harvest things, how quickly things go, how much stuff you can carry, how you can advance all of that. Uh, there's some definite improvements here, but the biggest draw for me uh, what is the graphics? So aside from yeah. these goofy cartoon characters, everything looks like it's painted like watercolor paint. Yeah. Um, it's a gorgeous freaking game. I'm playing this on the Switch, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Oh, that's the place to play it. How much did this set you back? Uh, the, this is a full price game. It's a sixty dollar game. Yeah. Um, they have it on PC. It's on place. I mean, it's everywhere. But I got the Switch version because these are the kinds of things I. This is the kind of loop I want to do, like in bed or on the couch or. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in front of a TV or a toy. I don't want to be in front of a TV or in front of a uh, computer screen for hours and do this. Um, But the aesthetic of this thing is really something. It's a beautiful game. And um, once you get going, that's the other thing. Once once the sort of introduction nine-year story thing ends, (laughs) 
and right now, by the way, on the YouTube video, I'm only nine minutes in, and there's and it's this is still story. Let's see how far we have to go. Um, still story, still story. Boy, this whole thing. And more story. There's going to be some story. I've actually played a couple of uh, games like this that are they're Japanese based games that seem like it goes on. And at first, I'm kind of like, I don't want to deal with all this exposition, but. In other instances, it works for me. This entire 30-minute video that we're showing the chat, and I'm not showing them all of it, but I'm skipping around, is still intro. This is just story right. intro. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's my only complaint. And again, somebody somebody loves that because they love I'm this. Sure somebody loves these characters. the crap out of the fact. Yeah. Some, somebody's I think it's, into it's, it. it's, a, it's a genre of some sort. I don't know what you would, like a subgenre. Well, I, I mean, the, the farming thing is definitely its own kind of thing, but you're right. Like, just all the dialogue is more of a... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's fine. It's a little misleading because I got the demo first to see if I'd like it. Like you, uh, I get the demo. Game Gameplay right right away, right? Yep, then, they got yeah. you right in. They just said, hey, you're at your new farm. You want to start doing stuff? And they gave me all these like tools yeah. to get going. And it was like immediately I was into it. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I think I want to keep playing this. And then I got this 38 minutes later. In fact, over uh. t- it took me two nights because I was so busy the first time. I'm like, I can't do this all right now. I had to suspend it and come back to how it. Long, how long to beat? Let's see. 30 hours of watching it. No, I see. <laughs> 30 hours. That better not be. <laughs> right. Dorman's Story of Seasons. Yeah. And they've had other Story of Seasons games, by the way. I think even on the N64 and forward, uh, they had one for GameCube. Pretty sure there's been some more recent stuff. And they all look kind of crappy visually. This looks insane. Beautiful. Holy Moses! How much? Oh, that's that's Story of Seasons. Okay, so that's not the Dorman one, but the regular Story of Seasons. Uh, the main story, just just for those who are trying just to zip through it, 75 and a half hours. Yeah, that sounds right. I suspect this will be similar to that if you're trying to just get story. Now, I don't know if after that there will be any sort of, not end game, but, you know, more to do uh, that you right. just keep doing, like just keep earning money or whatever. But so far now that I'm finally to the gameplay, oh, my gosh, the second video. Maybe it's Oh, my gosh. Here's something scary. Uh, there is no... Uh, there is nobody who has played this to log it. So or six there's six playing and and no one has gotten far enough along since it came out on the eleventh. It's a to beast. It. It's a monster. It really yeah. is big. Uh normally I don't like crossovers. Like if you just said to me, Hey Scott, the next uh Harvest Moon style game is gonna be a crossover with SpongeBob SquarePants, I'd say right. bite me in the butthole, don't want to play your game. Bite me in the butthole. But okay. this, this, even though I think part of the reason it's working for me here is I don't know any of these characters. This is all new to me. I have no idea what these people are or what their deal is. So it's not bugging me. It's What's fine. What's the deal with these people? And the story's all right. The translations are good. Um, there's no. You ever watch? You ever watch Gumball? Uh, yeah, I like Gumball a lot. The cartoon. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the this style reminds me a lot. Of it's Gumball, a little which Gumball. I'm sure Gumball yep. is probably probably lifted some of his style from this game. I think this has been around for a while. Yeah. By the way, this is the second video. They are another 40 minutes in. How can this be? How maybe it took longer. Be? Maybe it took longer than I thought it did. But if, okay, here's gameplay. Here's this kid. See him? It's like now you're like, oh, okay. This is this is a lot like, uh, uh, what's the thing that we always talk about? Um, uh, no, the one that came out for PC and then later for everything else. And, uh, the Stardew Valley. People look at this and oh, go, oh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Yeah. He's cleaning yeah. up rocks and putting trees away and cleaning up the weeds. And then he can sell them by putting them in that vent thing. And then people look at uh, that thing. Uh, sorry, whatever that's called. Uh, it's not a vent. Whatever it is. You put your stuff in there and then overnight all your stuff sells. You got money in the morning. 
Um, Put it in the vent. All, all that, all that business kicks in, and when it does, that game starts to really shine, and I'm totally digging it. But man, I wish I could skip all that intro stuff. If I, I right. like, for people who love this kind of weird genre, they love Animal Crossing, the style of thing. It's a total recommendation for me. I just wish I could tell you there was a, unless you'd lo- you may love that intro stuff. That may be your jam. And if it is, I don't want to poo poo it. I don't want to yuck your like, young. I'm actually interested in that. It actually looks pretty cool. I tried to read most of it, but I started just you know, freaking nodding yeah, off. I want to, I want to play this on my switch, but I'd probably want to hook it up to my HD TV while the story's going on, then pop it out and run, do something else. Are you playing this on your switch light or you're playing this on your regular switch, switch? light? Um, yeah. Your regular switch is, is, dead to you now right um not so much dead i just you know in a lot of i mean i only used the, the old one mostly for portable stuff so the family's still using it for stuff but for me it's kind of just sitting dead there yeah, yeah I, I mean these things were I, they were always meant to be more portable for me anyway i, right. I can't speak for everybody else but anyway the, i think it's way, I, I think it's really fun i just would there's two recommendations one just rip through the story you probably don't need it it. A lot of it is just to set up gameplay stuff that you're going to know anyway because you already play video games and know what to do. Um, and then the other thing I would say is there's an option to turn all voices down, the volume of voices down. And I immediately did that because, first of all, there's no spoken dialogue, so it doesn't matter. Oh, so you're doing that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And that stuff's fine. In the story, that stuff's okay. But when you're the kid working out in the yard, okay. every swing of the axe Every swing of the pickaxe, every break, he goes. And we know how you feel about that. Just over and over. And it's so obnoxious. So the first thing I did was turn that down. And now it's a way better game. But anyway, I like it. It's uh, If you like that kind of stuff, this will tie me over till Animal Crossing, which is my most anticipated game of spring. Because right. I love these stupid things. I don't know what my deal is. Um, but all I think this, it's a lot of fun. All, I, I I love the fact that you love them so much. Yeah, and all the systems are easy. It's like, oh, you got to sleep at night, and if you get too if you get too tired, you better take a nap. And that's right. If you uh, if you don't if you forget to water your flowers or your uh, crops for a couple of days, they have the risk of dying. So make sure you plant that. Shrivel up, you moron. Yeah, and make sure you you know plant Holy. the right stuff in the right uh, the right season, and all that kind of thing. So. Holy crap on a stick. What? Okay, so you asked me about my Stadia earlier. I ordered the Stadia Founders Edition, the the night blue. It is supposed to be delivered between November the 21st and the 22nd. eBay, as they often do in their insano plans to take over the world, are selling these pre-ordered bundles for $949. What is wrong with you? Whoa, that's crazy. Is anybody ordering that? Not me. What is wrong with you? I definitely am not. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Did you find out, though, about your uh, your, uh, delay? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it looks like it's fine. Looks like it's supposed to be delivered by November the 21st to the 22nd. I don't see any delays on it yet. Doesn't mean it won't be. But uh, hold so on, was far, that the original date? The twentieth or twenty second was the original date. I want to say that was original date because it seemed like I remember it being like later in November. I actually thought it was even further along than I thought. It was like at the end of November, but hmm. I knew it was like further, further down the way. Stadia, Stadia ship date. So see. I got the Founders Edition. So they're saying one week ago. Uh, so let's see, the Founders Edition is sold out. In the U.S. and Canada, thus joining the rest of Europe with the premier bundle now available in all 14 country launches. 
Uh, Premier Edition is officially advertised. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, here uh, it is. Okay. Verge reports Google is shipping out bundles in the order which they receive them. Um, oh, I ordered mine very early on. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Apparently, even those true believers who pre-ordered the pricey Founders Edition, that's what you got, mm-hmm. says may not get them at launch date, but it looks like Founders will... Well, Founders are probably going to be okay, but what was the other version you could get the same day? It just had less Yeah, the stuff. Premiere Edition. Premiere definitely delayed. So Yeah. Yeah. So people who got that aren't happy about it. Right. So, so yes, you're not getting that. November 19th is actually the first uh, date. So if I get it like, you know, at that next couple of days, I'm fine. I'm fine. Was that the dog? What did it say? Did it say woof? (laughs) I think it sneezed. The kids are here too, but that was a loud noise. Oh, I hope it's not going to get you. It's Halloween's tomorrow. Yeah. I'd hate for something bad to happen. All right, Brian, tell me about, (laughs) tell me about creature in the well. What's that? Oh, I'm going to tell you about the creature in the well. Okay. okay, so, you know, you've played the dungeon crawlers, right? Yeah, I like them. Well, this is one of them. They're dungeon crawlers with a little bit of a twist. It's, uh, it's, it's top down, and there's not only dungeon crawling, there's a lot of puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. And the puzzle solving is done in a pinball-type manner. So, as you go along, you're playing this, this, uh, this, android robot if i think it's more of a robot really and uh you 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 have awakened and you're the last of your kind you're an engineer and you're in this desert area top down there's a storm going on and uh you have to you have to like find your way to this mountainous area once you find the mountain area you encounter the creature in the well who is mostly just arms in a in a pit and he's very scary are you, are you a robot? I'm the robot. I'm the robot engineer. Okay. And so I have been, I have, and I have awakened from some type of slumber. I don't know why I've been out. We don't find out right away. Uh, but so you get in there and you, you do your, you, you find yourself a stick and you start whacking stuff. All right. So you start oh. whacking stuff and you start, you start releasing these energy orbs and those energy orbs you can like collect with your, rod or whatever you got because there's a couple of weapon types but they're uh i think it's one's like a a collector and the other one's like it's like a repeller so it can kind of like repel stuff so you can like use this long sweeping motion and you start collecting these energy balls and then once you do you can throw them or hit them uh at your targets which are usually like you know you've seen bumpers like on the when you play pinball you know you'll hit your flipper and it'll fly up there and hit a bumper and it'll bounce off yeah, that's mostly what you're doing. You're hitting bumper type objects. OK, to, but are uh, you when you when you're killing or fighting stuff, are you Diablo style doing that? Like getting loot when they drop it? Things like this. Yeah, yeah. You do get some loot. Uh, it's not near. It's not as much dungeon crawly as you'd probably like. I mean, it's, you know, it I is love a dungeon those. crawling. Mm. Right. There's not a, there's not a whole lot of loot. There's just a little bit of loot. And it's mostly <laughs> in the form of a few like power things and. Oh, I love the weapons. look of this though. This looks so cool. Oh, it's great. It's oh, great. Wow. I love right. how the, the art style is amazing. And you're looking right now, that's where the creature is. That's the creature in the well. And he's constantly taunting you. Uh you don't really get to engage with him uh much, but he's but you know you will eventually. He's kind of a poo-poo and head, so, I can tell already. He's, he's like a, a poo-poo head. Yeah. And what you have to do is one thing that took me a while to figure out though, because there's not a lot of instructions on what to do, which is fine. I like that sometimes. Uh there's there's these 
pools of energy. So when you activate like an area, okay, so here gets the pinball action now. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah. So you got your little, you start out with like a little wimpy looking little hockey stick or something, or just yeah. a stick. And you got to knock those. And every time you knock things uh, into the pinball area, you get points and those credits allow you to unlock the door so you can get to the next area. Oh, this seems uh, crazy. It's actually, it's a lot of fun. At first I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't really, this is kind of weird. And I don't, it's kind of lame. And I'm like, Oh, I'm having fun. Why am I having fun? Oh yeah. Cause it's pinball. Cause games are fun. Um, yeah. turns out these games are fun. Yeah. yeah it turns out they're, they're fun. And, uh, and, but I, I kept getting killed and I couldn't figure out how to restore my energy. And I, I, someone in the chat room was watching me play the other day and they said, Oh, you got to get in those pools, those energy pools. So you may not notice them because of the way the art style, mm -hmm. but you'll occasionally come across little, like a little pool that looks like it's sparkling. And that's like these energy pools. And when you get on it, by the way, that's very satisfactory. Those little pinball, uh, rocking things where just keep keeps hitting and rehitting feels good it feels real good oh by the way one thing also that happens here like in these pinball areas it looks pretty straightforward right like you just collecting your balls and you're shooting at the areas well what happens is some of these areas have uh will convert the energy into fireballs just like that and uh when it does you have to avoid those oh they'll hit you and hurt you will they you hit you and hurt you right so you have to you have to keep you have to keep hitting the things, hitting the things over and over again. So Creature in the Well, I've, I enjoyed it. I think this looks really cool. I didn't X even know this existed, so I'm in. I didn't either. I saw it on the Xbox Game Pass. I was kind of going through the indie stuff, and I had, that was one of the ones that was on my list to try out, and I was pleasantly surprised. Anybody that, in the uh, chat confirm this is a PC game as well, or is it just uh, Xbox, I wonder? Hmm. I think, well, I think it's part of the Xbox Game Pass pass ultimate so you can play it on the pc or the xbox if you have well i know that ultimate. i have that but i wonder i'm if pretty sure this is i'm pretty sure this is probably everywhere i'm sure it's probably like on steam everywhere this is yeah because i'll play it on the pc game. version i guess i also i forgot yeah. to even mention it i downloaded another game which ironically is also kind of stylistic like this but it's that downhill bicycle thing I forgot the name of it oh. mountain drop something I, yeah. yeah is this on the game pass as well yeah this... and it's cool yeah. dude i think that's what i looked at as well we're going to talk about that next week i think because or yeah. next show because it's freaking cool I, well i got to mention another game that i played because i had i switched back and forth between talking about creature in the well yeah. or felix the reaper also on the xbox game pass uh it is this you're a you're a reaper uh but i guess you're like in training and you 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 play on these boards do people fear uh, you do they fear the reaper they absolutely do not fear the felix the reaper okay uh but you you play on these boards where you have to uh make decisions based on a sundial so you can only exist in the shadows so you have to rotate the sun or the sundial in different directions and always stay within the shadows to move from location to location on the board uh, and what you're trying to do is you're trying to finish your reaping job uh, by getting to certain areas and moving and manipulating the environment so that you can make that person get killed because you're the reaper. The great thing about this is Jean-Luc Picard narrates Shut up. all the beginning parts. Now That's he kind of awesome. disappears as it goes further along, but him uh, giving you the story it's, it's all there, man. I love it. I thought it was, it's a beautiful little game. It's, it's, it's a little frustrating. I got frustrated a 
couple of times. Yeah. It just it was just too much, uh, you know, flipping stuff around. But it's this is stylistically it's beautiful. Well, not uh, listening to. <laughs> I was gonna say Go not not since uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion have I heard John Luke Picard in my video game. Right, kind of right. Yeah. And it's just it's just amazing. I love it. Like I said, it's such a cute little game. And I, I love I love the atmosphere. I love what they got going on. I just the the puzzles just don't satisfy me there. You talk about it's uh, sorry. The chat room's asking. It's Felix the Reaper, guys. Is what he's talking Felix about. Felix the Reaper. So so far we've had Outer Worlds for the for PC and Xbox. We played both versions. We got Doraemon Story of Seasons on the Switch. Uh, just now talked about Creature in the Well. Also Game Pass uh, available on Steam and everywhere else as well. Turns out, and Felix the Reaper. I'm also just going to say, for the record, because I was waiting so patiently for Outer Worlds to come out, hmm. I re-downloaded and started playing a fresh game of Fallout New Vegas because oh. I love Fallout New Vegas so much that I thought, why the heck not? And also in preparation for this, I'm happy to report something that I don't know if people know. You get the same kind of vibe and satisfaction that I get out of those games and I get out of Outer Worlds specifically. I get that right. same loop and gameplay out of Elder Scrolls Online. That's where that game's at ah, right now. And it's yes. very good. So if you're like, man, I want to do something that's like goes on forever, but it's that same sort of stuff. ESO is killing it. It is not just a WoW clone. It plays very differently than that. It's very story-driven. Mm -hmm. All NPCs have spoken dialogue. All the quests have multiple, multiple steps that are just not go kill things and tell me about it. Like It's way more than that, and it hooks me in like the same way. So Ooh. I guess what I'm saying is if you like the outer worlds, but you've always just went, turned your nose up to ESO for whatever reason you have, whatever <laughs> bias you have, I highly recommend checking out that game right now. Cause it is cool. I like you. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just have, haven't had the time to play it. It's just a lot of fun though. Yeah. It's very good. All right. When are we going to play? We should totally play some ESO. I'll play ESO right now. Goodbye, let's everybody. Let's Good just, night. Let's just, bye. Let's just do it. Good night. Actually, if I didn't have stupid dinner thing tonight, it's not stupid, but I have a dinner thing tonight. If I didn't have that, I'd just say let's play. But I have that. So maybe sometime this week or weekend, but we'll figure it out because I'd love to play. I'm in. I play all. I love it. I love oh, yeah. ESO. So get in there. Let's make our own guild. Let's call it the Boop, the Boop Guild. Uh, goop, we'll call it. I don't know what we'll goop. call it. Uh, but we'll, the, we'll go for the it. Isu, the Isoup. Yeah, it's very good. And it, and, it, and honestly, people, I'm not kidding about this. The writing and the quest structure stuff and the RPG systems are really good. Really, really good. <laughs> really good. It's impressive. All right. Uh, now, really? now this. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> All right. We're going to play a little game called uh, Guess My Game. And, guess uh, My Game. Yeah. Guess Your Game. Guess My Game. And uh, it's a thing where we play a little sound from an older game, sometimes new, doesn't matter. We don't care. We just try to play. It's just a little contest, you know, to see if we know. So I'm going to play you a little bit of uh, stuff here, and then you're going to try to guess it, and then I'll do yours. Okay, Brian? This is how that works. Well, I, I am down with this. Do it. All right, here goes the first bit. Let's see if you can hear this out. Hold on. I'm going to skip ahead a tiny bit. Okay. This is uh, Battlestar Galactica. Nope. I'll give you a hint. Come on. I mean, Super it's, it's Nintendo. definitely Star Wars based. Come on. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, Star Wars based. 
We say Super Nintendo? Yeah, Super NES. They were very popular, highly regarded at the time. There were two sequels made. I mean... Is it a Super Star Wars? I mean, everything was super, right? Nailed it! Super yeah, really Star Wars, right. yep. No, well done. This is the original Super Star Wars. This wasn't Empire. The Everything other one. was super when it came out for this. And yes, you're, that's you're right. <laughs> that is true. I loved those games. I loved them. They were side-scrolling, and they were the first good Star Wars movies as far as I was concerned, and I loved right. them and played them and played them and played them and missed them terribly. Although, I guess you can get them now on some sort of compilation, but... Uh, Fantastic. At first, I almost thought it, it almost sounded like the Lego stuff, but I knew that was too early for the Lego stuff. Right. To me, it sounds like a Tron game or something right. like that. There's some quality to it like that, but the blaster's probably the giveaway. And by the way, that sound was Luke running through the Tatooine desert, killing like desert creatures. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, Brian, I'm going to play yours now. Do it. Uh, I haven't previewed this at all, so I have no idea what I'm getting. Here it is. Let's see if I can guess. Ooh. Oh my gosh, this is so familiar immediately. Exactly. Spurger time? Oh, you got it. No. Nailed it super fast. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. There's there's the that part just jogged my memory. I loved Burger Time in the day. It was so good. I did loved you, it. Did you so play it a lot? Fun. You put quarters oh, in that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I played so much Burger Time. Yeah? But that... I, was, I, I must have gained 50 pounds that summer. <laughs> really? Because you just stand and then you have the cocktail version or something? Or how'd you... What, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you know, I was playing that uh, the, the root beer game. What was that one called? Uh, uh, boot, uh, Tap, root Beer Tapper. Ta yeah. Yeah, Root Beer Tapper. Because you had Beer Tapper and they had Root Beer Tapper, right? Yeah, and they, doubled, they skinned it. So they had one for bars where in a right. bar you go in and play it and it was called Beer Tapper. And then they made one for kids and general audiences called Root Beer Tapper, and that would be in arcades and stuff. Yep, yep. Which was great. That was, uh, oh, that was an '83, and uh, Burger Time was '82. So they were both in the in the we were we were obsessed with our food based games. Yeah, Beer Tapper or just Tapper if you want whatever they want to do. They should mm -hmm. remake that game with a cool, with way better looking graphics and just give me a new version of that because that's an awesome little game. Tapper's awesome. It's Tapper for bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know Jake Tapper. He works for NBC's, uh, or sorry, CNN. He's a, a anchor, TV anchor. Guy. Right, right. Um, actually, one of the best, most trusted dudes ever. Most trusted name in network. There aren't many news. of those guys. I'm just saying, like 24 hour I news have, networks. I have you know. no, I have no opinion upon any reporter. Yeah, they're not great, but he's great. Anyway, he he. Uh, I wonder if he knows that. I wonder if he was named after Root Beer Tapper by his parents. Absolutely. Born in 1969, they knew right away there's going to be an arcade game. Oh, wow. That guy's my age. Weird. Yeah. So he's so old. He's <laughs> 50 years. Oh, my God. Damn straight. All right. That's enough of that. That was fun. Now this. Time for us to discuss... Uh, an email. No, yes, an email from someone. An email. That's right. This is from Jos I'm sorry. John Diced Hippo. John Diced Hippo. John Diced Oh, is a yellow hippo. I just got it. Yep. It took me a second. Didn't notice it before. It's a John Diced 
Hippo. Boy, I really need to start listening. Activate Pac-Man. All right, here it is. He says, Activate Pac-Man. He says, hey, guys, have you guys ever said out loud on a show what your favorite game genre is? I don't think you have, and you should, he says. Uh... Have we? What, 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 what do you, what do I, don't, I don't think we've ever like just said, I don't think we've ever addressed the question directly. Like, what is your favorite genre? I mean, for I me, we're not that. talking subgenres. We're talking the top level list. Probably. Yeah. Like, for me, it's RPGs. Just. Yeah. That's it. Role playing games. 100%. Didn't used to be that way. I probably would have said, I don't know. I don't know what I would have said before when I like in the nineties, right. I, I didn't think rpgs were all that but i've i've had a flip around the whole world has really because there's rpg elements in every game these days but right. um see I, and says roguelike R- but roguelikes are a subgenre of something else i don't think that counts as top level top level's got to be like you know the list that everybody gives you when you go to look at their website and find out what games they have right so brian what would you say what do you like well i would say first of all what's wrong with you webcam all right there it is uh, I would say that, well, I'm with you, RPGs. I mean, well, I play them the most, and it's the most abundant uh, genre for me, for my selection. However, I will say that I am all about a good uh, bullet hell shoot 'em up. Like, oh, you like a you shmup, me, do you? Shmup. If you give me a top-down bullet hell kind of shoot 'em up. Mm-hmm. That which is kind of a subgenre, but I I just I know it's a shooter, but it is it's just something about those games. If you if if you give me a good one, I just I'll just sit there and just play it all day. Yeah, I think um, I think you're not wrong. I think that's a good call. By the way, here is the top level list. Okay, action, action adventure, adventure, mm-hmm. role playing, simulation, strategy, sports, uh, idle. Idle's kind of a new one. I don't uh, like now, I'm inside sorry. of there, you got things like under action, you got platforms, shooters, uh, fighting games, mm-hmm. beat-em-ups, stealth games, survival games, battle royale games, rhythm games. So there's like all this subgenre stuff uh, under strategy. I think puzzles under there or maybe puzzle should be its own. But yeah, yeah baby. I, I'm, I'm big into puzzle games just because I it's usually where the good art is. And I just I just I think I like that. Yeah, that's it's good nice, stuff, right? Nice Ross. Me yeah. too. And there's where the story is. It's where the mm-hmm. loop is that I love so much. Like, I just want to just keep getting more cool stuff and then unlock more cool stuff. And that's the genre that gives me that. Although, like I said, all games kind of have that in there now. Horror mm-hmm. games are currently not on my list of favorite genres, but I yeah. will play them occasionally. So, uh, I, I, I like the idea of horror games, but it seems like it's always the ones that are executed poorly for me are the ones that depend upon making me not be able to see what's on the screen sure if, if you have to if you just give me a portal of light mm-hmm. like a flashlight i'm not gonna enjoy that that's not that's not me well let me give you a fun uh a fun note here i was i just received a key from the developer of a brand new horror game called Ooh. hold on flashlight wait for it to open here we go uh called the beast inside Oh, which I haven't read any reviews yet, but apparently this apparently this is really cool. Apparently, um, Ooh, that looks scary. It says That's here the beast inside me. is a unique, gripping twist on thriller and survival horror. The game mixes intriguing story driven with adventure and unnerving survival horror experience. Immerse in the tale of a long buried mm-hmm. secret, personal tragedies, and madness. Play as two protagonists living different centuries but bound by dark heritage. This? Do I have this? This, this is pretty good. new, I think. Yeah, October seventeenth, it was released. So, 
it looks speed. really good. I like the I like the little video footage. The graphics look like good. That. Yeah, it looks neat. So uh, you may get a series of me playing the Beast Inside. It's coming up soon. I should have done it for October, but I didn't know this was coming out. So. Nah, we've we've uh, we've Octobered it up so much everywhere. You can't just focus in. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Any, anyways, is that's that. I uh, hope you enjoyed my dumb reason for telling you that. I don't remember why I told people that, but that's the thing. That's Get with it. Uh, thank you, Jaundiced Hippo. Or we'll just call him Yellow Hippo. Thank you for the uh, the thing. Go get that checked yeah. out. If your pee's too yellow, you need to get that worked on. What do we got to do, everybody? Uh, boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. That's the email address to use. And as always, you can find us on our website, frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. You can find Brian on Twitter at the Brian Dunaway. You can find me at Scott Johnson. The show is at Boop Show. Do follow it because it's a great place to find out when we're going live. Other kind of cool stuff. We do giveaways there sometimes. That's Boop Show on Twitter. We also have a Reddit page, boopshow.reddit.com. And as always, you can leave us a voicemail, 801-471-0462. Brian, before we go, any words of wisdom from you? Oh, let me tell you what. Look forward to uh, my Pac-Man oh, mural great. coming this week. Great. I, I have nothing. I have nothing. Plus, I was looking. I was looking. I actually got a code recently for Gold Express. Maybe I'll play that. What's Gold Express? Tell me more. Uh, it looks like Gold Express is the game that I can't find really quickly. So you'll just have to take my word for it. <laughs> I'm going to take your is, word for it. That's fine. I've got a code for it, and I was trying to sign in to see it. And so Gold Express is apparently a very common word mm-hmm. elsewhere. But uh, how about just give me some quick? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find oh, it. Welcome to the Project Gold Express, a cyberpunk-style asymmetric multiplayer game which you can get survival experience. Maybe I won't play it. Jeez. No, it looks cool. I like it. It looks interesting. All right. Well, check that out. Now. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. Until next time, boop it up. Boopy. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> From the people who brought you the morning stream and Coverville. I gotta go lick my butt for two hours. Talk to you later, meow. <laughs> it started with Krull back in 2009. There's a giant turd in space. That's what we're greeted with. This is Film Zack. Starring Scott Johnson. Bram Stoker is having a Bram Stroker. <laughs> Get it? Brian Dunaway. You would do anything for my movie, but you won't do that right, right. Yeah, I got it. Very funny. <laughs> Mr. Lowe. Mr. What's that Lowe. Now? Brian Ibbett. Listen, you son of a bitch. I don't know what this filming sack is, but you're going to have to step up your game if you're wanting to sack me. And Randy Deluxe Jordan. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I was the last man on earth no true story (laughs) also featuring the wickedly talented mr scott fletcher or mrs cott fletcher (laughs) that shit never gets old (laughs) this team of four cohorts dig deep down in the films that really matter like retrograde and minority report and no there's nothing goddamn symbolic about the water brian it's just goddamn water jeez 
Catch Film Sack every week on the Frog Pants Network. Oh, and I almost forgot. Congrats on making it 10 years with this shit. Real accomplishment, fellas. Here's to 10 more. 